0: because everybody thinks they're going to have peace when you get all the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Got a nice house, nice cars, my kids are in good schools, we're rocking killer vacations. I'm going to be at peace when I get there or when I have this or when I make that amount of money or when my net worth is this. That is not a switch that gets that gets flipped no. just because those things happen, right? Because no. here's, here's the here's the dynamic around that. Now Now listen to this closely, right? the habits um, that you have to form in order to get to a spot where you can be in that position where you have the nice home and the cars and all that stuff are the very, that, that habits, habitual, right? You have to habitually push and figure out and grind for an extended period of time. And by the time you get to where you are in the spot you had hoped to be, Those are the very same habits that have to be tempered or undone Mm -hmm. in order for you to enjoy those things Mm -hmm. and those people, those relationships. Right? Yeah. Let that sit in for a second. If you're a driver, you're so habitually driving for so many years to get to where, all right, I'm here. I got here. You think you you think you turn that habitual, you know, you think you, you turn that just, okay, I got here. It's, it's over. It's off. No, no. It's a whole Keeps nother going. journey, taming that so you can actually enjoy yourself.
1: All right. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Night Genius Podcast. I hope your guys' weekend has been blessed. You guys had some amazing experiences and time with your family. Today, we got a special guest for you guys. We have um, CEO, founder. Of the collective genius. Are you the CEO still or no?
0: I'm still the boss, applesauce. That's yeah. awesome. We got Jason
1: Medley <laughs> Jason
2: in the Mellie, house. The money actually, man. <laughs> we're actually in his house. Oh, God. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> the money man.
0: Money <laughs> so. man's retired, in the grave, rear view mirror.
1: Yeah, just coming off of a really awesome week at CG Select. And you guys rocked the house. Danielle kicking butt, making the event possible. Mm-hmm. It's just insane. How's it been coming off of, you know, The week at cg select i know that you're less involved in terms of making the entire production happen but you know how was it for you
0: it's been awesome i mean we had premiere two weeks ago we had a a week off and then we had select so it's been intense but uh it's it's really cool to see the way that uh select is growing and how the members? I mean, you're a perfect example, right? Right before we, we hit the go button today or the live button, you were just talking about how how many members of our organization that you have, and how long you've been a member for? How long now? Uh, four meetings now, so, so about right one about year, a, year. A, little, yeah. a little over a little over year. Inside of a year, you've built or, or become part of a community where you are cruising around the country doing podcasts and and staying at and people inviting you into their members of our organization inviting you into their homes, loving on you and. uh so it's it's been really cool to see select get to that point, which is it's about a two two year old community, uh, to where that kind of stuff is happening. Because I, you probably heard me say, Jesse, at this point after four meetings, that one of my goals is, uh, when people talk about how you know they say you can count your best friends on one hand, mm-hmm. that uh, one or two of those fingers is a is a collective genius mm-hmm. member, right? Um, and so it's, it was, uh, it was just a, it was a great week. We had a ton of fun. Um, although I'm not really driving things operationally a whole lot, it was, that's good because I get to hang out and meet, uh, meet members. And, uh, then, you know, we, uh, we wrapped up, uh, yesterday, a, a big group of us went out, uh, went out on the boat, went over to St. Pete, uh, had a bite to eat, uh, a cocktail or two came back. Now I'm doing this with you, right? Like, so the whole week has just been, uh, I'm doing podcast and, out in the boat folks and then helping them mm-hmm. uh, from a business perspective. So yeah, it's been, it's been pretty good. Yeah.
2: So uh, how are you feeling after that loss you took on, was it, was it Monday? Oh man. My man is hitting me with the pillow oh, ball. Oh man. <laughs> I thought I saw
0: him over there holding yeah. that grenade. Right? He had his finger on the pin yeah. and I was like, he's going to throw it. Um, so I, I will be uh, very honest. I, I did not, like anything about that loss the worst part was is that when we played at the last meeting four months ago when I played Ben Mm -hmm. um I was getting the best of him right Oh, um now I'm gonna I'm gonna just set the stage for everyone who's listening though right Ben is 24 (laughs) I am 51 that's right so he could be my son Mm -hmm. um he barely beat me yeah 11 8 right and just prior uh, I had a two inch needle from a cortisone shot in my elbow two days before. So, um, now I, if I had beat him, I would still have those same excuses, right? <laughs> yeah. I would be just telling them to him, right? Like I'm <laughs> twice your age. I just had a cortisone shot with a two inch needle. you going to let an old man beat you. So either way, when I, when I play the young guns, uh, I, I just, I just played either, either way. Yeah. Um, but no, I had a blast. I love, that's one of my favorite parts of, of select is getting out and. Warren
1: with some of these
0: these young cats, uh, ton of fun. It's really yeah. funny
1: because you were facing Javier last time, and there was actually a lot of trash talk behind the scenes. And it was just like putting money on it, and then you wipe the floors so with with him. And it's just like, oh man, it, yeah. It, yeah. I think that's like what you really enjoy about hanging out with select is like they make you feel young, and then you make them feel bad. That oh you yeah, know, oh, you're, oh yeah. Beating so you're gonna
0: let a guy on his medica on Medicaid <laughs> beat you in <a> pickleball? <laughs> Right,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: so. for context, Ben beat me eleven nothing. So, yeah, uh, I don't have I much. Ben to say. is
0: well, and 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 for context, Ben played tennis yeah. for I think eight to ten years. I know. Uh, so he's he's picked it up quick. But okay. He's savage. He's he's
1: he's good. You're, gonna, you're not making him run very much. He's saving all his energy. He's just wiped the floors. Boom. Yeah, he's good.
0: Real good. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So one thing I'm really curious about. So for us
2: with just social media. And then CG and just our peers, like we know what the next steps are. We know who we need. We know like we could get there a process for like a lead manager. We could get everything we need. And then just looking at uh, CG, just all the people you're adding on, like it seems like they're kind of obscure positions unless it was a mastermind. So it's like, how like do you have a mastermind of people that have their own masterminds that are like, hey, Jason, you need to get like member concierge type type of person or like, how do you guys know what you need, figure out what exactly they're going to do and then implement that? Yeah. So you're
0: asking me about my business personally, right? Do I have a group of, do I have a mastermind for masterminds, right? Yeah. 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 No, unfortunately, I've thought many times about starting one. <laughs> Um, because although there are a lot of masterminds now up until the last couple of years, there really weren't. Um, mm. and so how do how have we, we just figured it out by banging our head on the wall and making mistakes and just trying to figure out, uh, the right move. But I don't have, um, I, I do have a, a few friends that run them, but, um, <clears throat> given the fact that we are, you know, most of those, most of those guys are their masterminds are three or four years old, whereas ours is 12. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the challenges, uh, there's certainly things to learn there. So I don't want this to, I'm not on my soapbox here, but Mm -hmm. our challenges are a little bit different Mm -hmm. um, because of where we're at in the business. And so um, usually we're just trying to figure it out, but I've got a smart team. Um, And in reality, business is business. I mean, at, at at a small business level, I mean, what are you going to need right you're going to need lead managers you're going to need sales you're going to need an integrator a coo you're going to need an assistant you're like i mean really until a business gets to a certain scale i mean positions they are what they are you know yeah. we do have some intriguing differences right like matt on our team who's our member concierge right we have someone mm-hmm. on our team <clears throat> dedicated 24 7 to assist members with what do they need right what are you struggling with all right, great. I got you. I'm going to introduce you to Tim. He's a master at it. <clears throat> so I'll get you hooked up, pair you guys together. He'll help you get you whatever. You, and so um, obviously that's, you know, not not so much this true sense of customer service, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but at a, at another level, if you will. Yeah. Uh, so we do have some positions that I don't maybe think some other companies have, but by and large, our, our positions are one yeah. and the same
1: with most small businesses. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So I'm curious about you personally and the way that you hold yourself to a higher standard and the way that you go about, um, offering yourself grace or like, what is your, like, what, how do you, I'm trying to like frame the question in a way that's like, uh, are you hard on yourself when it comes to <laughs> like building the business or doing things perfectly? Like, are you a perfectionist or are you more so somebody who's just like, we're trying to figure it out guys. Like I'm, we're all in this together. And it's like, um, it's okay to make mistakes. All of the above. Yeah. Um, I am a hundred percent critical of
0: myself, of myself and extremely hard on myself. Um, at the same time, um, I have a good team. Um, we're allowed to make mistakes, mistakes, but I expect excellence, mm. like all the time, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, and I don't, I don't, and that's not for me just at a, at a business level, right? Mm-hmm. At I think, you know, when I was your age, all, all I cared about was business and making money and as much money as I could. I didn't, I wasn't married. I had kids. I had a mm-hmm. different set of responsibilities. Um, and so now success at, at where i'm at and my life is, is defined very differently you know um when you're young in your 20s success a lot of times is uh in a, in a silo uh, driven around money and success and, a, and a accomplishment um and then as you get a little older and you kind of get that uh i hesitate to use the term mastered but you know as you get that dialed in you take on new responsibilities as as a spouse as a parent uh, as a leader of an organization rather than Mm -hmm. just, you know, having a person or two on your team, um, then success to me is defined by really who you're becoming along the journey of making that money, right? Mm -hmm. Who you are as a, as a spouse, who you are as a father, who you are, or, or a -hmm. a mother, who you are as a leader, how are you making an impact, uh, on the world around you? Uh, because at some point you get, you're going to make more money than you need. And, Mm -hmm what are you going to do? Right. What are yeah. you going to do? Cause it loses its luster. It loses its, um, adrenaline rush, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, very hard on myself. Um, I am, uh, ruthlessly and relentlessly pursuing excellence at, at all times. And, um, grace for me usually comes in moments of surprise. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so what, I, what, what does that mean? Right. Um, A perfect example, like uh, a few weeks ago, somebody asked me for something and and it involved me sending them a picture from something that happened last December, Mm -hmm. right? And so as I'm opening up my phone, flicking through to get to December, I'm looking at all these pictures that have shown me the things that have happened in my life Mm -hmm. since December, Mm -hmm. right? Since December, just nine months ago. And I'm Getting humbled at that moment. Mm -hmm. Because most days, you just, right? Like a bulldozer. All day, every day. Always looking out at the future. Always seeing a better tomorrow. And sometimes it takes those moments to appreciate today. Mm -hmm. Right? You're like, wow, look look at the stuff that I get to do. You know? Look at the stuff that... I've been involved in as, as a father, as a husband, as, mm-hmm. as friends, you know? Um, and I think when you're hard on yourself, like you can really easily lose sight. It gets, it gets in the rearview mirror very quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you're just ruthlessly after progression. Um, and so, and then the other thing too, um, that gives me grace is I have what, uh, effectively, something to call a legacy letter if you will it's in my my bag right right in the uh, mudroom right now but it's a letter that <clears throat> talks about who i am becoming in each facet of my life over the next 12 months right mm-hmm. how what's my relationship like with god what's my relationship look like with my daughter my wife my mind my body my business um, my friends mm-hmm. um and how how so it's it's not necessarily who i am today but at the end Like I did it back in in November of last year. Who am I going to be at the end of of 2023? And there's that document shows me the progress I've made. And it also shows me the holes in which need to be filled because I've written things down. Um, That document at this point is almost a year old. Uh, and it's a living, breathing document. I change it and, and adapt it and so forth. But there's things that when you read it a couple times a week, you read it a couple times a week and a couple times next week and a couple times next week. And you're like, that one thing right there. Mm, mm. I'm not doing it. I haven't done it. Right? Um, and normally, if I say I'm going to do something, I'll do it. I'm I'm hard on myself. Mm-hmm. But that document as a whole allows me to say, oh, well, you've done this and you've done this and you've done this and you've accomplished that. And you've made this move. and And so it allows me to see a balance of what I've done versus just what I haven't done. Mm
2: -hmm. And when you have a balance, you can give yourself a little bit of grace, Yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Count the wins and the losses or not even losses, just things you're working towards. So how has, um, getting married changed, I guess your goals, your life, like how you interact with people daily? Um, I mean, at the end of the day, when you get married, uh
0: and you and you start a family like it's you get to you're no longer number one, right mm-hmm. I mean like the difference between and and this is not a negative, I'm just kind of stating the obvious right, but the difference um you got you guys don't have kids, right
1: no, we don't got kids, yeah
0: well, the difference between me and you right now is you are number one in your life right mhm, let that sink in for a minute. <laughs> you are number 1 you are number 1 you are number 1 right mm-hmm. and when you <clears throat> get married and have a family you are not mm-hmm. right that's not a bad thing though i don't say that with with malice or or discontent um because i think actually all of it makes you a better when you have a level of responsibility as a as a as a spouse and as a parent Um, although they are probably the two single most challenging aspects of your life, right? Marriage is hard. I don't care who you're married to, how much you love them, Mm -hmm. how much, you know, if, how much you fight, don't fight, whatever. It's, it's hard. It's Mm -hmm. complicated. It's challenging. Um, and so is having kids, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a weird dynamic. It's like, they're the, the most amazing, uh, Things that you could ever have in your life, and on any given day, you can feel like I'm just gonna pull my hair out, you know, because of your child. So, there's this, uh, but I think ultimately, um, for me, uh, getting married and having uh, Ava just required me to level up in in, in every facet of my life right mm-hmm. there's a, there's actually a lot of guys in select where they, they're getting ready to have their first baby right mm-hmm. and they say to me you know like oh gosh well, i'm how, 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 how already struggling to do it all. Oh, how am i going to do it all when I have a baby i'm like what time do you get up they're like oh you know seven seven thirty i'm like you're gonna get up at five o'clock is how you're gonna do it <laughs> right oh how am how, i how, 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 how am i gonna work till you know, I'm building my business. I can't, you know, how am I going to work till eight o'clock and still spend time with my, you're not, you can get up, you're going to move your clock. If you want to still do it all and then have a couple of hours at night with your family and child, you're going to take everything you're doing now. You're going to scoot it back a couple hours, right? You're going to get up at five o'clock or five thirty, Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just requires you, uh, to, to level up in every facet of your life because you are. whether it's a man or a woman or it's the husband or the wife, everybody has to embrace a new level of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right. Some people care about that. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. I, can, I take it very seriously. Mm. You know.
1: So speaking of leveling up, you were referring back to um, the living breathing document of it's kind of like just the person that you want to be in the next mm-hmm. 12 months. What are some things that you can vividly recall that, you have uh you're on track to accomplish this year or that you're actually you know moving in the groove of that rhythm and then what are some things in which you're still actively in pursuit of that you're consciously aware of pursuing
0: yeah absolutely um so a couple things that i have uh achieved if you will are there's a couple things. Um, I wanted to go on a mission trip with Ava, which mm-hmm. you and I went on together. That was actually. awesome. Man. Yeah. Down into, uh, to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that was super important to me because, um, when you, I had Ava at, uh, I was older, <laughs> 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 oh, older, but <laughs> had, had Ava when I was a little more mature, a little, little more seasoned in <laughs> yeah, like, right. I had her when I was 41 and, um, you know, I think a man hits his prime in his forties. And so you start to do well, all your hard work starts to pay off. Um, and you want to enjoy some of that. And, uh, you know, and, and when I say enjoy that in, in many ways, I mean that from a material perspective, whether it's, you know, you, you build a home or, you know, you're able to go on vacations at a different level than you have before. And yet you are trying to enjoy that while at the same time, keep perspective for your children. So they aren't completely ruined in understanding mm. that like this ain't normal, <laughs> right? Yeah. This should not be your expectation. We, I, I, I just got here, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, taking her on a mission trip to humble her and help her understand that, uh, you know, what took 45, 50 years to to accomplish is, is something that you, you need to have perspective around. Um, and so uh, doing that with her was 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 pretty cool. You know, because we went to, to Ensenada where we built a home for some folks who, I mean, you know, that was my second trip, Jesse. But on the on my first trip, the people we built a home for, they had put uh, in a 10 by 10 square, four pylons, like a dock pylon, right? At a, for a, a boat or a yacht, mm-hmm. uh, just basically a telephone pole, uh, 10 by 10 square, four pylons wrapped in thick plastic with a, a sheet of, of like aluminum over the top mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so having your, your kids understand that, like, Hey, you know, America is a fabulous place. You're very fortunate, you know, and getting perspective was super important to me. Um, some things I struggle with as a parent are, you know, in my legacy letter, I say that I speak to my, or I discipline my child from a place of calm, um, and always get down to her level and always explain to her what, um, why I'm disciplining her versus just simply disciplining her. Mm -hmm. Right. I need to work on that. You know, I carry a heavy load. Mm-hmm. I get tired and it's eight o'clock at night and your, your kids being a little turkey, you know, Ava's being <laughs> a little turkey, you know, it's time for bed. Oh, I don't want to go to bed. Let's watch some more TV. I want to You know, there's excuses to start flying. And you're just like, please, just tonight, go to bed. You know, daddy and mommy need some time together, whatever it is. Um, and I can, I can get frustrated. Right. And I don't come down to her level and I don't explain um, why, you know, she's being disciplined or, and so there's, there's ground to be covered there, you know, um, in, in a lot of ways. Uh, I think too, the same thing with my, my wife, you know, um, I think being in, getting to a place in your life where you're emotionally mature enough to see someone that you, you love mm-hmm. who is maybe nipping at you a little bit, but being, emotionally mature enough to identify that really there's, there's something else underneath that. Therefore you don't nip back. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't bark back. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I would say I'm 60 to 70% there, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but still, still work to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, and because like, you know, you have to have that come you know, cause your natural reaction would be like, I didn't do anything. Don't, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> Back off, Jack. You know, it would be being mature enough to be like, "You know what? My wife is overwhelmed. She's had too much on her plate this week. She's not really mad at me. She's just got she's just a little anxious." And so I'm just going to shut
2: my mouth. You know? It's hard uh, to do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's
1: really it's really funny how like we do all this training in order to be business leaders and emotionally intelligent people inside the workplace. And then it's perfect. It's not perfect between nine and five, but it's significantly higher elevated than when we are back home at the house and we just flip the switch and we just go yeah. back to our comfort zone and we don't keep up that momentum of trying to lead our families in the same way we lead our, our people in business.
0: It's hard. I think, I think to be emotionally mature, to not say what you want to say or to think about how to say it the right way it requires restraint. And when mm-hmm. you are operating in a mode on a daily basis where you are restraining your humanity, you know, that's a polite word. When you are restraining your, like, there comes a point to where, it, I mean, you just, it, it gets it's frustrating, you know. Um, but then as you evolve in that skill, it gets less frustrating. But to do it at work, uh, you're dealing with people, people are hard, um, and then have to come home and and, and still... Yeah, it's it takes work, man. It's it's I I don't have it all figured out, that's for sure. It takes work. Um some other things uh you know, our goal was to hit uh 350 total members this year mm-hmm. inside of CG and uh so I think we're right there. Uh, we still got a couple months left, so mm-hmm. um, that's been something else I wanted to accomplish. Um but uh yeah, it's it's that legacy document isn't really so much about accomplishments as much as looking at who you are and who you're becoming as a human being. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not, it's not uh, a bunch of KPIs and now there's some numbers in there. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Right. Um, but it's, it's not just a bunch of KPIs and numbers. And it's really about like, who are you becoming along the mm-hmm. journey of
2: life? You know? Yeah. It makes it a lot different when, cause there's always going to be things that, it's not a thing you hit. It's a thing that you need to continue to do, and like I'm sure, like with repetition, it gets easier at a certain point. But like restraint is, it, although it may get easier, it's never easy.
0: No, no, it's it's always complicated. And life is
2: all about who you're becoming.
0: I mean, like when we were at Select this week, right? You get you get people talking about, oh, I'm struggling to build a sales team. I can't keep people. I can It's because you don't deserve to have that team yet. Mm. you're not the individual to lead and command that team yet yeah right and so sometimes we think the problem is our hiring process or our sales process or we're you know the wrong people or they're bad people and in reality maybe you haven't become the person who can build that team or train that team or deserves that team right mm-hmm. um so the problem isn't necessarily the team sometimes it's you as
1: the leader true, yeah. right yeah. yeah so what does your personal growth journey and leadership journey look like to become the person that you are today and the person that you're going to be? So basically what has led up to where you are today and then what's still the work that, the inner work that needs to be done to go to where you want to be? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing for me that helps
0: me grow is just being, just living, uh, in a, in a state of gratitude I I shouldn't say that like if I'm gonna be really super honest I don't live in a state of gratitude however I start out every day um I typically get on my knees before I hit my feet Mm. right um and that's just (sighs) thanking God for everything that I have that money cannot buy right Mm -hmm. the breath in my body the beat in my heart ability to walk to talk to taste to touch to laugh to cry to see to hear to smell um my wife my child my friends, mm-hmm. you know, all the things that that money can't buy is grace, mm-hmm. mercy, forgiveness. You know, um, so keeping that that frame um, and being grateful for what I have versus you know, putting too much emphasis on wanting mm-hmm. a whole lot more is to me the biggest thing from a de- self development standpoint. Just the magnitude. and I wasn't gonna say this as a catch on words, but the magnitude of gratitude uh is critically important for me to develop as a human being continually to to level up from a place of gratitude and um part of that legacy document uh is is basically a spreadsheet with my morning routine on it and mm. that's typically how I try to start every morning is just literally uh thanking god and so uh really doing that throughout the day and more and more i think is probably the driver for me from a development perspective, um, and I have to battle that right, because when you combine gratitude right a person mm-hmm. who's really trying to be grateful with a person who ten minutes ago talked about being in ruthless pursuit of excellence, matching those together sometimes is not always a smooth a smooth uh, fit you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there, uh, there there can be a conversation that puts me at war on any given day in here, you know a few weeks ago, my wife. Um, I usually try to stretch out every night before I go to bed. And so I sit at the end of the bed, uh, on the floor and stretch out and try to untangle this, this mess, you know, and my wife like walked up to me and, cause she could see it on me sometimes, you know, and she's like, it's really noisy in there right now. (laughs) I'm like, Oh God, it's so loud, you know? Um, because, uh, And I think taming that, being able to not have that, and I think most, most, most entrepreneurs probably have that conversation throughout the day of, of just constantly trying to, to better yourself and figure things out and advance forward. And, and so, uh, simmering that a little bit, uh, and, and wrapping that in gratitude more frequently, um, is, is probably what. I think, I think gratitude is the foundation of my development. And it's also the very thing that has to grow to offset that, that, that bulldozer, you know, that bulldog that just wants to plow every day, all day, you know, getting that, um, I don't ever know that I want to, um, eradicate that, but taming it a little bit because when you're not making the progress that you hope for which is ridiculous because I have a, a amazing life but when you're not making the progress that you hope for like you you, you can find yourself just bastardizing yourself mm-hmm. all day right mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah that's 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 what can happen is you just get so hard on yourself so to me for me to to simmer that a little bit would be I would say uh, a big improvement yeah. from a, a
2: self-development uh in the future. Mm-hmm. So other than gratitude. How does. Because uh, you mentioned God. How does God play a role. I guess also battling the whole like. <laughs> and how has that impacted your life. Um, I think ultimately. If you're. If you're.
0: If, if you are. Having that battle every day. Then you you're not at the level of peace that god wants for you does that make sense Mm -hmm. yeah um and you can know that right like you can know that um but it's still super hard to tame i think anyone i think anybody who is favored by god right and i think that i am uh i feel that god has, has blessed me tremendously is also pursued by the enemy. Mm-hmm. You know? You're fa- if you're favored by God, you're favored by the enemy. Because mm-hmm. you're you're dangerous, mm-hmm. right? So I'm gonna be on you much more mm-hmm. than somebody who's not really doing anything. Exactly. Right? right. I got nothing to worry about you. You're a drifter. You're not doing anything. I I'm just I'll leave you alone. Yeah. We've got Pastor Jason in the house now. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> There's an amazing book actually called <laughs> Outwitting the Devil. Uh where napoleon hill who wrote think and grow rich which is about mm-hmm. meant a lot about masterminds is, is talking about how he's like if you're just a drifter if you're not pursuing excellence or trying to grow he's like, ah, i got no business with messing with you You've, you're taking care of it for me mm-hmm. right but if you are trying to to grow and you are trying to develop as a as a man as a uh a father as a spouse as a wife as a as a, as a husband as a leader then there's there are opposing forces i believe uh at all times, right? Um, and so, just really trying to rest, to uh, to be more and more and more at peace, you know. Because I go through things where I can I can factually look at my life from like a, from an analytical perspective, and I don't really have any worries, you know, not legitimate, factual today worries, but yet I can. I can, I can worry with Mm -hmm. the best of them. Mm -hmm. I can worry with the best of them, you know? And so how does God impact that? I have that, you know, you you catch yourself doing that and, you know, you then, then God's like, Hey dude, what's up? What's the deal with that? Have you looked around lately? Yeah. Do you look at those pictures in your phone between now and last December? What's wrong with you? It's (laughs) like <laughs> what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You know? And you're just like, oh, why, why, do, why do I how do I how do I how do you break that? How do you lessen that? Right? How do you bring more peace to the equation? Like that to me is self-development.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. gaining more perspective. But-
0: yeah. Well, I mean, I've I've got I've got all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. you have already got all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Now it's now it's peace. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, because everybody thinks they're gonna have peace when you get all the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Got a nice house, nice cars, my kids are in good schools, we're rocking killer vacations. I'm gonna be at peace when I get there, or when I have this, or when I make that amount of money, or when my net worth is this. That is not a switch that gets that gets flipped no. just because those things happen, right? No, because here's here's the here's the dynamic around that. Now, now listen to this closely, right? the habits um, that you have to form in order to get to a spot where you can be in that position, where you have the nice home and the cars and all that stuff, are the very, that, that habits, habitual, right? You have to habitually push and figure out and grind for an extended period of time. And by the time you get to where you are in the spot you had hoped to be, Those are the very same habits that have to be tempered or undone Mm -hmm. in order for you to enjoy those things Mm -hmm. and those people, those relationships. Right? Yeah. Let that sit in for a second. If you're a driver, you're so habitually driving for so many years to get to where, all right, I'm here. I got here. You think you you think you turn that habitual you know you think you you turn that just okay I got here it's it's over it's off no no it's a whole Keeps nother warm. journey taming that so you can actually enjoy yourself <laughs> <laughs> what the heck <laughs> I know it I know it <laughs> I know that's I know that's crazy right
1: <clears throat> so then- ask
0: a lot of hard chargers entrepreneurs that you think got it all figured out mm-hmm. and and walk them through that exercise and see if they tell you that like once they you know because you don't ever really get where you're trying to go you know mm-hmm. you have this image initially when you're younger like you young bucks of this is the the this would be the point for me and then when you get to that point you're like no there's more mm-hmm. more than just stuff right like who am I now yeah yeah so it's complex complex. And I'm I I don't get the chance to sit down and have intellectual conversations like this on a deep level on a regular basis. So I don't I don't want to um I don't want to turn I don't want to make this sound like I'm unhappy as much as I'm I'm uh I think a lot about mm-hmm. stepping back from life and really looking at it at a a bigger bigger level. And these are some of the things that I think about, you
2: know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So then, for you, um, like, where would you? Where are you at now? Because like you're still trying to get 350 members and mm-hmm. and scale here, but are you focused more on the unlearning those habits to enjoy what you have now? Um, I'm doing both. You yeah. know, <laughs> um,
0: I'm pushing usually. Like this week is like, I had to give my, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, So we've had a great year. We've grown substantially. Um, I've accomplished a lot of things in my legacy document, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but like just today, I didn't go and work out and I had to like almost, I had to give myself permission that that's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, But I'm always pushing you know to try to better myself physically mentally my relationship with god um so but for me to to break some of that i have to be intentional about carving out time for like mm-hmm. perfect example in two weeks my wife and i um are going over to the Vinoy in saint pete We're leaving my little girl with uh my my mom nana mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um for a couple of days and just unplugging And so I'm really this year making a very intentional approach at, um, doing certain things to balance out that, that aggression, if you will, whether Mm -hmm. it's the mission trip, whether it's Mm -hmm. trying to spend unadulterated time with my wife, just me and her with, you know, alone, which is hard to do sometimes when you're parents, you know, um, and, uh, and so I think just a high level of intentionality with regards to, you know, like my wife and I do date night, um, every Friday night, um, I have dinner with my mom every Thursday night. Um, so really getting to a point where we like at, at our last premiere meeting, we talked about being aware of what you need to do is one phase mm-hmm. being accepting of what you need to do is an, is another phase. And then taking action is the third and final phase of, of going from needing to change something in your life to actually doing it. Um, and so, um, but really trying to, at an action level, it ends up on the calendar, Mm -hmm. right? Um, even down to, if you want to spend more time praying or meditating or or whatever it Mm -hmm. is, right. But, um, you know, for me, I think it just boils down to a a tremendous level of intentionality in your life. You know, I had a conversation with uh, a select member a few weeks ago who was talking about. He called me up to, wanted to talk about building wealth, and everything I would kind of suggest, like subconsciously, he was he was kind of dismantling it. And I said, "Hey, you know what? Do you, what do you really want to get out of this conversation?" And he said, "I want to be more present with my children." And I said, "You set up a call with me to talk about building wealth, but..." You, you want to be more present. I'm. I'm. You, you. You lost me there. It's like, well, I think if you know, if I if I feel more stable
1: financially, then then I'll be able to be more present. And I was like, well, you, you're lying to yourself. It's right? like a fisherman's story of the guy who, you know, businessman comes by and just tries to, you know, overinflate this guy's lifestyle yeah. just so he can go back to fishing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, he would come home at the village at night and go grab the guitar and and sit with his homies. Yeah, right. That's all he wanted you, to. And do. pour one out every night and just enjoy his life, right? But he talked him through. Oh, you need to go buy more ships. You need to catch more fish. You need to go public. You need to go to the stock exchange. And then he said, "Well, then what will I do? I'll go home and get my guitar and uh, a modelo yeah. and go <laughs> hang out with, with, right?" And so um, that's what I was sharing with him. It's like, no, you 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 just need more intentional time with your kids. Whether you have more money or not is not going to make you more present. You have to put that on the calendar. Um, and so for me right now, it's, it's gotta get on the count, not from a sterile perspective, right? I don't mean that to sterilize Mm everything. It's gotta be on your calendar. It's gotta be scheduled more. So it moves it from awareness to acceptance to action. Mm -hmm. Um, and even if I want to spend more time in the morning praying, or if I want to spend more time with my wife, um, just she and I, or, you know, whatever it is, it's gotta go to that level of intentionality. Yeah. You know? Um, But I need to do a better time of, like, sometimes you focus on, I need to spend more time with my child, more time with my wife, more. And, like, I need to do a a better job of spending time by myself. Yeah. You know? Um, Sometimes when you are pouring a lot out, right? Sometimes, like, you just get to where you're like, you know what? I would sure like to have two days of just, you know, quiet and silence and Mm kind of let that, that right kind of let that just simmer down a little bit Mm -hmm. you know just let it simmer yeah so that that would be you guys have asked me some good questions and even though some of those questions were two or three questions ago I'm still kind of while I'm talking thinking through and it's like that would probably make me a from a personal development perspective much because that brings you clarity when you have a little bit of, of time to yeah. yeah,
1: I like what you said about awareness, acceptance, and action. Mm-hmm. Damn, triple A right there yeah, on the side of the road, yeah. pick you up. Where
0: the where are the things in your life where you're living at awareness <laughs> yeah, and not moving,
1: not moving through mm-hmm. the cycle? Right. Yeah. One of the big things that. I've been able to apply recently, which is not perfect, but it was a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, me and my wife did a weekly marriage meeting, kind of like, yeah. kind of like a level ten, like a bootleg level yeah. ten meeting. Yeah, it was just like. Where and are here's
0: we? the thing, right? Here's the crazy thing mm-hmm. is that a lot of times when you propose something like that to your wife, they're like, "Don't don't treat our marriage like a business, right?" <laughs> <laughs> it, but it, it it's not meant to be treated like a business. It's meant to approach your marriage with a level of intentionality. Mm-hmm right yeah. what do we need to work on what what, what kind of progress are we making right mm-hmm. what's on our calendar what are we accomplishing what trips are we taking right like it's it's not um because I've had the same com- right and initially uh yeah. Jen was like this ain't your business <laughs> you know right? we ain't running no level 10 up in here right you take that level 10 on down the road right um but in reality, the it's, 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 intention is, is not to treat it like a, a business as much as it is to, to create intentionality around your marriage, right? Mm, yeah. Because if you look at the things that you start to talk about when you inject that level of intentionality and you say, well, how are those things progressing when we weren't yeah. injecting intentionality, right? Even with the date night, and I'm not, I'm not trying to give my wife our way to go. She's an amazing woman. Right. But even when I suggested that we have a date night every Friday night, mm-hmm. you know, oh, that feels so rehearsed and so, so scheduled and, and, you know, no, not spur of the moment. And I'm like, well, how is us not having a date night every Friday night working right now? How's that going? Right. How's that working out? Today? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't, it ain't working out. Right. It ain't working out. We got kids. I'm running a business. You're, you're, you're volunteering at the church. You're, you know, we're just, just passing. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. We're just passing, right? How's that going? It's not working out. We need to spend some time together, even if it's just for a couple of hours out to dinner, right? Or whatever, chilling. Um, it, you don't have to like go do something fantastic every Friday night. No. You, know, you just need a couple of hours alone as husband and wife. You, know, you, you can get to the point you know, where when you are running hard uh, as a family... Um, you can get to a point where you know you can you, you know I don't even know if I like you anymore. Yeah, yeah. and then you have a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah, you get to, you get to a couple of hours once a week. You're like, you know what? You're all right. I love you so much. You know, <laughs> I remember why I love you're you all right. so much. Yeah, you all right? You know what? I not not actually think I like you. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because that's that's what that's it so does. It. But um, it may feel rehearsed or scheduled, but. If you're living a life without intentionality, um, it is very hard pressed to develop as a human being.
1: Yeah, you know it's very interesting that I I started doing that weekly marriage meet, and then my wife was like, "That's a jank like system. We should just be doing like some type of level ten, like a real level ten for our for our weekly marriage meeting." And I'm just like.
0: Let her think let her think it's her idea, Jesse. Yep, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just just rolling. <laughs> so so
1: here just you know, oh, you know, honey, you
0: are right. You are you know so, what? Oh what a uh oh, fabulous <laughs> idea. Yeah. Yes.
1: Amazing. So I, I like to joke around and say, Oh, got a wife and two work husbands, you know, got Kenny yeah. as well. And It's like uh, the other night Josh was like, Boy, I'm calling you out and calling you up. And so it's like when I'm being called out and held accountable by my team or even by my family, that it's just like We're calling you out so that you can go to a higher level. We want you Mm -hmm. to be better. Don't be offended because at the end of the day, we want the best for you, but it's going to hurt. Honesty, truth is going to kill you in this moment and annihilate who you were so that you could be the better who you can be, Mm -hmm. you know, so, Mm -hmm. but in the moment. It really does sting when it's just like, man, my ideas suck. I'm like, not that great. I'm not a good leader, and it's just you're like ba-
0: it's, you, it's you're bastardizing yourself. Yeah. Right. It's hard. And again, that's. And there might be some people listening, like, oh my gosh, these people, they're so hard on them. It's like, <laughs> I would say a lot of people who are building, who build businesses, are. It is, whether it be right or wrong, it is a form of expression, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and when. <laughs> When it ain't getting expressed like you wanted to (laughs) you just uh, Mm -hmm. you know it's it's complex it's difficult um but it's always better when someone else comes up with the brilliant idea (laughs) (laughs) right Yeah. yeah you know what you're right honey that level 10 sounds good i'm glad you thought of that and here's the difference right at your age you'll be like honey that was my idea at my age i'm just like honey that's brilliant I'm so glad you thought of that.
1: You know what? <laughs> <laughs> you just, just, just let them have it. What I realized is that I can start the ideas, but then she elevates the ideas to even yes. something better than what yeah. I started. And I'm like, yeah, let's roll with that. Yeah. See, like, but that's but it. when
0: you're young, you say, oh, hey, I started it. And at my age, been yeah. married for a while, you just, you don't even, you just, say, just shut up. Yeah. That's a Just brilliant a idea, honey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a young man I'm really good friends with in Select, Lenny. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that was my boy. Yeah. yeah. Lenny's my, my buddy, too. We played pickleball together and got on the boat together. And um oh my gosh, he's going to shoot me if he watches this podcast. So his, <laughs> his girl, Ella, moved down to Tampa with him um a few weeks ago. And he's he's never, you know, he's never had, he's yeah, never yeah. lived with a woman before. And so. Um, we were out on the boat, me him and jeff henry mm-hmm. and we were, we were having lunch and um we were kind of telling lenny like you're you're getting ready there's not you're at one 0, you're gonna be you're moving into two point oh three point o four we we broke down all the phases of how his relationship was was about to change, right. And Jeff's talking to Jeff saying, man, I got this brilliant day plan. I'm out on the boat with you guys. Right. We're cruising around the water. We're having lunch. When I get home, um, I'm going to play golf with my cousin. I've got this amazing day plan. And right about that time, this text came over from Belinda, his wife. Right? Mm-hmm. And it said, by the way, honey, you know, Susan, who was uh, coming over today around two o'clock, she's not coming. And then that was, that was the text. There's no further information. And so Jeff and I said, now Lenny. Let, me, let us tell you what she's really saying. You think you're going to play golf on it today? That ain't happening. You know, those, that show that we were binging on that last night for Netflix? You're coming home and watching that today. Right? But none of that was said. Right? And so then we said, now let the text settle for a few minutes. Oh my. Right? Jeff is not going to respond. And now Belinda's going to text. Honey, you know that you thought you were going golfing today? You should come home and watch that. Finish binging Netflix with me. Ding! (laughs) A few minutes later, that text come in. Jeff, you're coming home and watching that Netflix show. <laughs> you know, we, just, it, we just, it was so choreographed. And, and Lenny, it's all going down while we're explaining it to him, right? And he's just, oh,
2: oh. He, he was like in shock, you know? <laughs> I
0: can't believe, you know? And then we talked, we, we were just talking about how, like if you want to do something, right? Like maybe it's a trip with the boys or, or, or do a, just a little ask, you know? Mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, you could watch your wife for a week. Right, you, you 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 can be watching her. Right, you're, you're playing that playing that violin. <laughs> uh, you, you gotta know right at the right, like you, when you ask and where she's at. In here could determine your yes or no, <laughs> right? Like you gotta, you gotta be like a tiger in the jungle. You're, you, you're moving forward to where, you, but you're watching for danger the whole time, right? And then she's in a fabulous mood. You're like, hey honey, you know, I was thinking about going on a trip with the boys. And she's like, you deserve that trip. You're like, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, but you ask at the wrong time. You ain't going on no trip with the boys. You must have lost your mind. You know all the stuff we gotta do around here. Boys trip, right? So oh that was just a, a classic uh, <laughs> yeah. classic man, conversation. You need man. a course yeah, on right? men's
1: emotional intelligence. Oh that oh I was like you could
0: watch you could just for a week Dang. just be, you know,
1: watching them.
0: Yeah, you gotta learn to, you gotta learn to play <laughs> that thing, you know?
1: Man, you could charge five hundred dollars a rib for for that lesson. Oh this is wow. Yeah, that <laughs> that was some fun.
0: That was a fun lunch, my friend. Yeah. A fun lunch. We we elevated Lenny's uh emotional inter- intelligence as he moves towards uh sharing his life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had another one that I t- but that that will have to be off camera. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That'll have to it's be funny, off camera. Cuz I was talking to Lenny about Ella on Tuesday at yeah. lunch and it was just like I forgot exactly what the con- the context was, but it yeah. definitely had to do with their relationship because she's a workhorse yeah. and then sometimes he's just like yeah i'm just trying like they're both in business they're both she was in real estate there's before no off he was for them. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And it's just like there's there is no off man. it's like so i was t- oh i was sharing with him how we turn off at like four thirty, five p.m and it's like maybe i my wife gets upset at me even if i turn on for like that split 30 seconds or like Thirty minutes. That's a uh, great. In the evening. That's a
0: great balance, though, to be to do that mm-hmm. at a young age to be yeah. done and put those barriers in place. That's yeah. that's a mm-hmm. uh, that's impressive.
1: Yeah, I shared with Lenny about hey, um, have the upfront, honest, transparent conversation about. What expectations look like of your guys's dream life together? Do you, I mean, do you guys always want to be talking about business up until you're like sixty? Is mm-hmm. that the only thing you guys talk about? What if you guys went a week without talking about business at all? Yeah. What does that look like? Yeah,
0: yeah. Which you got to think about. it. That's got to be hard to do when you yeah. got two people who are in business together, both drivers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and yeah. I think. I think, uh, like on the PI, I think she's a maverick. If I recall correctly, right? yeah, he
1: told me she was a maverick. Yeah, she's a maverick,
0: so that's that's mm. tough to that's tough to tame, right there. Yeah, tough to shut that
1: down. He'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just keep telling him about yeah. it. Play the <laughs> violin. You need to pay Jason for more emotional intelligence coaching. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So, mm. have you always been as? emotionally intelligent or as wise as you because a lot of people a lot of people will tell you oh you're Jason's an awesome human being awesome guy I love spending time with him like he's one of the best human beings that I know so it's like have you always been that guy that people love or like
0: um I mean I think a lot of that comes from whether it be right or wrong people give you a certain um I don't know the word, the word I'm not looking for is status but a, a certain, um, they put a label on me because I'm I'm the guy that started, it's usually professionally people are telling me that, right? And they put a label on me because I'm the guy that started the community, that started CG or whatever mm-hmm. and so they identify, even though you all, right? Great human beings who make up the community and my team are you know really deserve the majority of the credit they think because Mm -hmm. i started it that they that you know oh you know jason's great um so i think part of that is is um part of that is is just because
1: i'm the guy that started the the community no that's too humble of answer that's a no you're you're a funny guy you got a great (laughs) accent (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh Awesome personality. An accent. I I've had man. some
0: fun with that accent. Yeah, is with this, CG members. It's this accent. There's enough. some real estate investors on here. You want to have some fun right now? Yeah. You wanna have some fun? Yeah, we'll, we'll take some real estate and some accent and, and, and put it all together right now. So there's a guy in CG premiere, his name is Ben Leg. Fantastic human being. Always has a smile. I call him Permagrin, right? Permanently grinning. Just Permagrin. all the time. <laughs> I've never seen a dude without a smile, right? Permagran Ben um and he he flips land uh and just a great guy and so um i call him up to 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 prank him one day Mm -hmm. and so a lot of times you're buying land it's rural Mm -hmm. right you buy these buy these big tracks oh gosh sorry about that um and so I called him up one day. And I said, hey, our, this here's Cooter Scoots. I got, one of them, <laughs> I got one of them postcards you sent me about buying my property. And uh, it says here that you's wanting to give me market value. So uh, holler back at me. But I'm not going to leave my number because I'm sure you'll do, uh, what do you call it? One of them there uh, skip tracing things or something. So I'm sure you've already got it. But Cooter Scoots here signing out. Call me back. And so... So he calls me back, and I said, uh, <laughs> hi, this is uh, Cooter Scoots, and he said, yes, sir, Mr. Mister Scoots, um, tell me a little about your property, right? And I'm like, yeah, it's about 42 acres over there on the backside of Louisville, and, and so finally he says, well, he's like, well, how much do you want for it, sir? And I said, well, what do you mean how much I want for it? Your postcard said market value. I want market value, for, right? And so we just started... Uh, just cutting up over that you know um because uh he you talk about my accent have you ever heard Eddie Speeds accent in CT yeah. mm-hmm. i leave Eddie a message from himself sometimes <laughs> Eddie this is Eddie <laughs> i was just going to leave myself a message right and he he will he will hit me he's just good old country boy right from texas and he will call me back, and in, in his country of country twang, say, "You know what, Jason, you're a zombie." <laughs> you know, just all one word, right? There's three. There's three words there, and he'll just run it all together. <laughs> you're, you know what, you're a zombie. <laughs> so we have some fun with some accents at CG for sure, 100. percent I love that. Yeah, I just took us on a curveball there. I don't remember what you asked me. I forgot. Sorry about that. No, I, I think forgot. it... I think oh yeah,
1: you were telling me the whole have always been emotionally... What was it? Always? No, have you always been the guy that you are today?
0: No. No. Of course not. I mean, life... You you win, you lose for a reason. It's to develop mm-hmm. you. who you are as a human being. Um, so no, I have not always been who I am today. Uh, by any means. It's mm-hmm. been through a lot of ups and downs and trials and tribulations and... Um learning lessons and I'm not done either, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I'm I'm I actually feel like I'm kind of just getting started.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Your fifties are good. If you've been doing like your thirties I'm gonna give you some grace in your twenties, mm-hmm. okay, but if you've been doing your thirties and forties right, like your fifties should be good. You know, like mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Late forties, fifties should be really good if you've been doing the, last, the previous 15 years right. Mm-hmm. You know. And to me, like sometimes people ask me, well, what, is, how does, what is success? How do you, be, how do you become successful? Um, and first of all, i say you don't silo that in the, in the box of business. It's no. how do you become successful in every facet of your life. And to me, that is making the right decisions second by second, minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, week after week month after month year after year mm-hmm. for a lot of years a lot mm-hmm. that's how you become successful as a human being
1: you define your own success too you define success yeah in your own yeah terms, totally not by somebody else's. totally
0: absolutely i do not um buy into the measure of success that our society defines you know everyone yeah. has a different set of values um, there may be somebody who's you know got more money than you, but as far as a fa- being a father or uh, a-, a coach or influencing k- kids in their lives as a leader, is like there could be no comparison. Is one more successful than the other? I would beg to differ.
1: Yeah, can't yeah. trade money for that.
0: No, I would beg to differ. Right, that's why I say it's it's a holistic approach. You know, of course you need to make money, but you need to be influential. Uh, you know, with the people around you, you need to take care of your mind, you need to take care of your body. Um, you know, and those and those how you how you approach those different facets change um at different stages of your life. Like when Ava was four years old, or three or four years old, when I would take her to school, I just take her to school. We hang out and cut up. Mm -hmm. I just needed to be there.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: It's different now. She's nine. I need to teach her. I need to educate her. I need to tell her how life works. Yeah, mentor her. Yes, those trips to school are serve another purpose today than they did when she was four, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so, how you approach those facets of your life and the phases of those facets Mm -hmm. as you grow older or mature, or as the people in those those different facets grow older and mature, I mean, they have to change. You know how I take care of my body today is different than how I took care of it twenty years ago, mm-hmm. right? I have limits today that I didn't have back then, um, you know. So my my tolerance, or my, I shouldn't say my tolerance, my patience, from a business perspective, has to be totally different today than it was when I was your age, right? Because my my moves were were viewed in in the in the vein of months, or a year, whereas now my moves are made. I'm I'm looking out at, at moves that take three years, four years, five years, right? And so your ability to be patient yeah. has to change um,
1: versus when you were, you know, looking at okay, here's what I want to do next quarter. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of funny because it's like, in the terms of real estate, you got this wholesaler that's making money in like minutes. And then you got the guy who's flipping houses and it takes him, cu- you know, a couple weeks. And then you got the developer who's going to take two, three years in order to finish his in- infill lot. Yeah, And then you, you got bigger things, you know, you got commercial is like even bigger than mm-hmm. that. It could take even longer yeah. development. I it just could be five plus years. And it's just like, you know, the things to have really, really big yields and rewards. Take longer, mm-hmm. and it takes more patience.
0: And typically, you need to get those first things down in the short term that make money, and get to the point where making that money is consistent, predictable, and reliable. Mm-hmm. Right? And I call it CPR: um, consistent, predictable, and reliable. And then once you have a consistent, predictable, and reliable income, then you can start looking at things that that take a little longer. But a lot of times, I think if you pursue wealth or dreams or vision that take place before you've an established foundation, you're gonna have to hit the reset button so many times over. Yeah. You gotta get that part figured out first. So many we were talking before we started, so many investors try to start buying rentals right off the bat before they even have a consistent, predictable, reliable income where they get to a point where they literally feel comfortable next month, I'm pretty comfortable I'm gonna do a hundred grand in revenue, or I'm pretty comfortable I'm gonna do three hundred grand in revenue, right? Until you get to the point where you feel that that's fairly predictable, consistent, predictable, and reliable. What are you doing there? You're trying to get your income, Mm -hmm. your active income, consistent, predictable, and reliable before you move to the wealth bucket. Mm -hmm. Wealth bucket's on the end. In between, your active income comes first. Why do you need an active income? Because you need safety and predictability in your life. And then once your active income is safe and predictable, then you begin to build reserves for your family, Mm -hmm. right? To make sure that there's some bumps in the road because we know life brings bumps. It's inevitable. It's going to happen, right? Am I good? Am I hedged through the bumps? Do I got some cash to to take care of my family? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now i got some cash to take care of my family my business is consistent predictable and reliable from an income perspective but does my business have cash through the bumps Mm -hmm. no okay now i need to go build that level of reserve to protect Mm -hmm. my business now i look up right i got consistent predictable reliable income Mm -hmm. my family is taken care of in case of emergency my business is taken care of in case of emergency now it's time to build wealth. Yeah. Now it's time to build, go buy rental properties. Now it's time to start thinking about a long-term passive income mm-hmm. or, or what have you. But when you skip getting a consistent, pre- predictable, reliable income, and you skip provision for your family, and you skip provision for your business, and you just try to go, I'm making a few bucks. Let me start trying to build wealth and buying properties and rentals. And that's a recipe for disaster.
1: What do you think of those people who we're buying properties to basically burn out, cash out, refinance, put the tax free dollars in their pocket, and that's basically their consistent, predictable revenue in a way. Um, but I mean, still I, having assets, you know.
0: Yeah, I think that. I mean, there's a that's a that's a that's a big question, right? Like what they burn out at, what LTV they burn out mm-hmm. at would have a factor into that. Let's assume eighty like percent. Yeah. Okay. So eighty percent are taking cash out. Um, I don't I wouldn't want that cash to be my consistent, predictable, reliable income. Mm-hmm. Um, necessarily, because at some point, just like right now, mm-hmm. it's much, much harder to cash flow property. So what's Way happened high. to now there are some markets across the country where it maybe, you know, it's still an easier model, but by and large, across major metros right now, that the Burr method has gotten Uh, destroyed annihilated so now what yeah right and so if you've hinged if you've hinged your entire model around that then again if you've done that and along the way you've created a hedge for your family and for your business Mm -hmm. um, if you've mastered that model then more likely enough you're you're intelligent enough to figure out what's next and you've got some cushion to give your yourself the ability to breathe while you're figuring that out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I don't think that's a bad thing, but I don't think most people approached it that way.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of the people who got started maybe in 2018 and you know bought assets really well up until like before 2022, mm-hmm. and it's just like they got all sell by percent interest rates on investment property, it's just like tons and tons of cash flow, and then tons and tons of cash out put into their pockets and it's just like yeah is there a concern in that in I that mean regards? if those
0: properties are cash flowing and those mortgages mortgages are fixed at sub 5% yeah. and they were responsible with the cash then it, yeah that could be not good that could be good yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that could be good they may be all of those things and yet potentially facing a market that won't allow them to do that anymore yeah.
2: mm-hmm. right mm-hmm.
0: But if they bought them right, they got a low cost of debt, the properties are cash flowing. Um, If, you know, uh, but then it becomes relative, right? Are we going to head into a period where rents come down and that cash flow gets crunched Mm -hmm. and the ability to make active income from it Mm -hmm. stops because the method, the Burr method is is less effective, like from a conveyor belt perspective, and you're going to have challenges. But that's going to happen. I don't care what business you're in. There are times when it just gets hard. It's hard all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's hard all the time. When the market's good, you're hammering down because you're trying to do as many deals as possible and you're growing as fast as you can because the market's good. And you're busting at the seams. It's hard. Mm -hmm. And then when it shifts and it slows down and the brakes come on, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's always hard. If you think it's not, you're going to get
1: yourself in trouble. Mm. Productive paranoia. Productive paranoia. Uh, Elaborate. Elaborate
0: on productive paranoia. Yeah. Productive paranoia is a concept that Jim Collins, uh, who's an author that speaks of, he's a guy who wrote Good to Great, Mm -hmm. Um, and he talks about how the most there's different types of success. There's short-term success and there's long-term success, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The most successful companies long-term have operators who operate under what is called productive paranoia, right? Productive paranoia means that I am the CEO, I am the leader, and we are going to set our goals. And we are going to move forward towards those goals, but we are going to do so with a balance of safety and aggression, Mm -hmm. a balance of safety and aggression, a balance of safety and aggression. That doesn't mean all gas and no break, Mm -hmm. right? It's an example of that might be like, I love watching Nat Geo, especially with a nine-year-old, right? Mm -hmm. But you're watching a tiger in the jungle, Mm -hmm. still a tiger. Yeah. Still moving forward after it's prey. But what's it doing as it's moving forward?
1: Mm. Right? Yeah.
0: Being productively paranoid. Mm. Yeah. To make sure I'm headed that way. I'm going, I'm gonna get that gazelle. Mm-hmm. I'm just making sure along the way that I'm not missing something. Mm-hmm. Or that I'm getting too loose operationally, not paying attention.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or that, it's like that Indy car, right? What did every car, Indy car, that ever won a race have to do along the, the way to winning the race? I had to break. Even more so. Look around. Completely stop. Hmm. Pull over. Pit stop. Yeah. Tighten up. Mm-hmm. Change out the tires. Make sure we're operationally sound. Right? Mm-hmm. If you get to a point in your where you're all, if this is sales and operations, too many entrepreneurs go sell, 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 collapse. It's got to be sales, operations, sales, operations, sales, operations. They have to stay in flow with each other. Mm-hmm. They can go in phases, but you don't want to get too far out. Right, because this this when yeah. you, all sales, 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 and operations stays here, you just build a house of cards. Yeah, most entrepreneurs hate dealing with operations because that's the details. Yeah, right. That's the details. Sales is a skill set. Operations is a discipline. You mm-hmm. don't like discipline. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so yeah, I would I would say yeah a lot of entrepreneurs that have long-term success are productively paranoid they don't get drunk and they usually get productively paranoid by getting punched in the mouth yeah one good time mm-hmm. you know um and so i would say that pe- most people have long-term success or, or have a little productive paranoia right i'm yeah. gonna get what i'm gonna get yeah i'm gonna achieve my goal but i'm gonna do it with a balance of safety and aggression and sometimes you, that you think oh well you're missing opportunity you're trying to get it all and when the when the tower falls you're going home Mm -hmm. and I'm going to keep playing the game Mm -hmm. and by the time and you might seem like you're out ahead of me right you might seem like you're out ahead of me but when the music stops you're going home I'm going to keep dancing and by the time you rebuild I'm going to be at the other end of the dance floor Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because I got to keep dancing you had to go home
1: Mm it's a great analogy Mm -hmm. and if they collapsed you can also scoop up what they had built and boom yeah
0: yeah because you have um patience a balance between safety and aggression Mm. right the ability the emotional intelligence to say I don't think so Mm -hmm. I don't think so not that We were talking about NFTs before we got this thing rolling today, right? Mm -hmm. Something people were paying a stupid amount of money for, right? They're relatively worthless now, right? you got to have the ability to go, I don't think so. I'm not going to do that. Everybody else is doing it, Mm -hmm. but I don't understand it. If I don't understand it and I can't explain it, it's not not for for me. me. Yeah, Yeah, it's not for me. Because you know what? <laughs> I can't understand it. And <laughs> I can't explain it. I don't even know what NFT stands for. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. And the, all the, you know, yeah, if I can't, um, or, or I'm going to put chips in that I'm tolerant of losing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I put a little bit in there. All right, vaporized. Okay. No big deal. Yeah. It was only X. It was only X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah yeah so that's productive paranoia Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of discipline Mm, you know but you get hit once in the mouth you learn to put your hands up yeah (laughs) right you learn to put you learn to bob and weave after you get popped in the mouth yeah yeah I was a lot older than you guys when I got hit in the mouth 38 yeah yeah that's the great uh GF the GFC from 2008 yeah that's where all this so-called wisdom comes from, mm. from both a, a both a marriage and a business perspective. Because when all that happened, when you're under the strain of losing everything, mm-hmm. you not just you, 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 it filters over to all your relationships. I lost my business, my my marriage, the whole like everything. Wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, you, you, there's no way you see that happening. I'm good. The market's killing it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when that when that market shifts. You figure out, ooh, it wasn't me. I was in the way of a killer market. Mm-hmm. I was in the way. I was just in the, in the, in the wave. Mm-hmm. Then the second time, you say, okay, now next time, I need to make sure that I'm the reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I
2: continue to dominate mm-hmm. when the market changes. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, Jason. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us, and thanks. For Thank, you Thank, for coming, Thank you guys for coming, man. I enjoyed everything. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if people could potentially g- join CG or reach out to you? How could they do that?
0: Yeah. Um, if you want to kind of see behind the scenes of, of like what an event looks like uh, that uh, you guys just came from the best place to do that would be go to dominate dominatethedownturn.com You're welcome if you want to learn a little bit more about us in general go to Um but if you want to kind of see a behind the scenes of what our community looks like the type of people there the caliber what we actually do when mm-hmm. we're all together you can go to Dominate the Downturn mm-hmm. um, and check that out and then You know, uh, we're looking not just for people, uh, not just for investors, uh, that are doing deals, but, uh, pretty solid human beings. Although we do make exceptions sometimes, you (laughs) know, we let some scragglers (laughs) in, (laughs) um, but no, we're looking for, we're looking for the right fit. So, um, if you're interested in learning more about, uh, what that fit looks like, you're welcome to schedule a time with our team, um, as you're watching those videos or, or or looking at our website Mm and it's pretty simple laid back, you know um you'll fill out a little form that talks about mm-hmm. what your challenges are we're going to get on the phone and tell you if we can help you with those or not if we can cool and if we can't
1: no sweat yeah. you know mm-hmm. so it's awesome thanks yeah. a lot jason i appreciate it well that's jason medley and this has been the not genius podcast for signing off have a great week guys peace